So this morning I'm going to start a, a new topic, which the Holy Ghost titles, titled Spiritual Realities. Spiritual Realities. Hallelujah. Say spiritual realities. People, life is spiritual. We need to know that. Life is spiritual. And everything that happens in the natural is orchestrated in the spirit. Nothing happens in the natural unless it's orchestrated from the spirit. Hallelujah. The way your life goes is an orchestration of spiritual realities. Yes, you need to know that. And if you are ignorant of that, you will be caught by surprise many times in your life. And sometimes you will fail. Why? Because you are not aware of the things of the Spirit. Remember, the natural is a reflection of the unseen. That's what the book of Hebrews tells you in the book of Hebrews, chapter number one, 11, verse one. It's a faith, is what? It's a substance of the things that are hoped for. The manifestation of the things that are not seen. So faith is the manifestation of the things which are not seen. Bible says in the verse 2 of the book of Hebrews 11, it said, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. When he talk about the worlds, he put an S. He didn't say the worlds. He said the worlds. The word he used is the word aeon. And aeon is not just physical world. Aeon is realities around you. So, Whatever was around you was framed. It said, God, the world were framed by the word of God. And we know that, that a spoken word is something we don't see. Hallelujah. A spoken word is something we hear, but we don't see. And this is how the spirit works. The spiritual world works. Everything that need to take place in the natural, need to be decided upon. Hallelujah. Do you hear me? So some of you, after I'm full with this, you will understand why your life is the way it is. Yes. Because some of us have cheated ourselves by just understanding the holistic part of the gospel. It means that we understand uh, uh, the, the, the gospel in this way upon what Jesus has done. And if we don't understand what he did to do what he, did, he has done, we might miss on enjoying it. I want to tell you something. Many Christians confess what Jesus has done, but they don't see the result of it. Let's be honest. Hallelujah. And we know that you must keep on doing it. But in this series, I want to show you how to go about and not just receive it, but manifest it. Hallelujah. Because you can receive it and then you don't manifest it. 
I'm sure most of us here, we are faith because faith is a gift that has been given to our spirit. Hallelujah. Now, you, you need to understand this. When you are in a certain environment, many things may happen and you can be ignorant of it. Hallelujah. You know, in the book of Matthew, chapter number two, verse two, something happened. Jesus, let's even say Matthew, chapter number two, verse one to two. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Amen? Jesus was born and the people of Bethlehem didn't know. He was born. He took people from the east to come to Bethlehem and tell the people of Bethlehem what has happened. But the people of the east knew by spiritual understanding. <laughs> they came and said, where is the king of the Jew that is born? And then they start to explain, for we saw the star. Do you know that the star they saw led them to Bethlehem? I'm sure people of Bethlehem were like, ooh, what a nice star. <laughs> this star is so bright, taking pictures. <laughs> they didn't know that, that the star was communicating. <laughs> Only those who had a senses trained could read what the star was trying to tell them. Other people, it was just a, cosmic, a beautiful cosmic event. Some were there, they were ignorant, but the spirit was speaking. Yes. Yes. You know, we come to church like this. Things are happening. And hallelujah. Then we go to go home. Our flesh is entertained. But our spirit is dry. And the entertainment of a soul will last but a moment. That's why you finish the church, you are high. But after two days, you are flat. What happened is that it's not that nothing happened in the church. But what happened was not God's. Oh, my father said it should not be only taught, it should be caught. Because what is not caught cannot be kept. Yes. Hallelujah. So, so what is happening is that we, we, we come to church. Lord help me, yeah. God is moving. People can feel the effect of it. But they don't catch what is happening. Spiritual realities. I say spiritual realities. Spiritual realities. We, I was ministering in Ivory Coast. And I knew what was happening. I'm not sure many people knew what was happening. 
When I finished ministry on the first day, there was a prophet in the room. That they asked him to come and pray for the end. When he came on the altar, he knelt. He said, I was sitting there, and the level of ministry that was coming, the altar was on fire. But everybody didn't know that the altar was on fire. So it was nice to them, but it won't be profitable to their spirits. Many times, this altar has been on fire. <laughs> Woo. And people sit there, but don't know what is happening. That's why it's not the level of ministry that bless you. It's the level and your capacity of catching what is happening that blesses you. Because Jesus can minister and you might not benefit of it. He came to his own, and his own did not recognize him. But to all who believe in him, he gave them power to become children of God. The Bible says there were many widows in the time of Elisha, the prophets. But none of them received, was sent, he was sent to none of them except the one in Zerzah. Things are happening in the spirit. The church needs to move from the second heaven to the third. You need to know that. We say we are seated in heavenly places. That is a provisional position. Let me explain to you. Oh my Lord, help me now. Help me now. Let me explain to you about something. About something provisional. You know that in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, Sal, uh, righteousness was provisional. Mm-hmm. It means that the provision of righteousness was there. Amen? But that which was there was not, let me put it this way, that which was there, although was provisional, was not manifested. Let me ask you something. How many people have a credit card? Oh, you can, don't lift up your hands. Okay. Now, do you know that the money in the credit card is a provision, but it's not yours? Do you know you can buy with it? But you need to pay back. That's how it works. So, 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 so when Jesus was crediting them, crediting them with righteousness in the Old Testament, he knew a time would come where he would have to pay. So, so every truth in Christ might be provisional. What makes you access it is a revelation. So if you don't have a revelation, you can be saying you are sitting in heaven places, but the devil is beating you like nothing. That's what makes the difference between Christians. Because we are all children of God and all sons of the Most High. And we are all people that are seated in heavenly places. But some of us, our position has not been, a, has not been reality yet in our spirits. Therefore, although we confess it, we don't see it. 
Hallelujah. So what is happening in this topic is to break it open to you so that you may be able not only to know it, but to be able to host it. Yeah. Yeah, you may be able to host it. Jesus one day went with the disciples and after a journey, a day journey, they entered a house of somebody called Simon the leper. And Jesus sat and the disciples were around him and uh, there was a woman that came into the room and she saw Jesus and she took what was called the alabaster box. And she poured it on Jesus. And the disciples, led by Judas, said, what a waste. We could have kept this and sell it and give a proceed to the poor. Good intention. A wrong application. Because giving to the poor is not bad. But what Judas failed to understand was who was sitting with him. He became so familiar with Jesus that he failed to understand that the man sitting with us is worthy of honor. He missed that spiritual reality. He did not know that Jesus was worthy of worship. He knew Jesus was worthy of a form of respect, but not of worship. Because the disciple had respect for Jesus and the woman has worship for Jesus. That was the difference. You can have respect for something without worshiping it. So the disciples has respect for Jesus. But they didn't have the attitude of worship. Actually, the first time they bowed to him was after his resurrection. Before that, it was Yeshua, their body. Hey! They loved him because they knew he could have some power for miracles. They loved him because they knew provision was hosted by him. And they loved him because they knew when we are in the boat and we are in trouble, he can rebuke the wind. But they didn't have the mission of worship in them. Because you only worship God. Shema Israel. The Lord your God is one. So they couldn't understand that Yeshua could be worshipped. It took a woman, my God. It took a woman that people despised. It took a woman that has the senses of a spirit to know that this man sitting here is not ordinary man. She walked into that mist in the midst of them. And she decided to do something uncommon, unusual. She decided to give her best in worship to the master. 
You know, oh, oh, the church knows that Jesus can do miracles. Oh, the church understands that Jesus has provision. The church understands that when we are sick, Jesus can heal us. The church understands even that I can bow without bowing. The church... But how many people have a sense of worship? Proskunio. A sense of this is a master. In fact, some of the things we do in the church, we wouldn't do them if we understand who we are worshiping. We wouldn't do them. Because we have lost the sense of reverence. Kabasha. The sense of reverence to the great I am. To the Holy One of Israel. We have lost the dimension of the spirit of this thing. We have stayed in the enjoyment and entertainment so much that we have forgotten the, 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 the principal component of this. And we are missing on the things of the spirit. Oh, I'm praying for us. I'm praying for us that we may become the church that Jesus wants us to be. A church that is not crippled, a church that is not beaten by any event, but a church that can arise above the wind and the storm, a church that can stand tall in the midst of adversity, a church that can speak like the church, that even if we are smacked down, but we are not destroyed, even if we are, if we are, we are perplexed, but not abandoned, in all this we know whom we have believed and we know where we are going, the church that knows destiny, the church that knows destination. That's the church we are looking for. The church that is not a joker, an entertainer. Yes, the church that is not just coming to listen to a cute sermon. A church that is coming with heart open, knowing that, that where we are going, where we are going, the one that holds the universe is being worshipped. The ancient of days is being worshipped. The, the one that is from everlasting to everlasting is worshipped. The God of heaven is being worshipped. The church that understands that we are worshipping a God that is able. Amen. And that comedy will stop. How do you think we understand realities of the spirit while we hate one another? It means we are still babies. I don't care how many people you can heal, you are a baby. I don't care how good you can preach, you are still a baby. I don't, understand, I don't care your understanding of scripture, you are still a spiritual baby. Because spiritual growth is not related to what you know. Spiritual growth is related to what you produce. No, come on. Come on, let, let, let me say this again. This was beautiful. I said spiritual growth is not related to what you know. Spiritual growth is related to what you produce. Because you only produce fruit when you are mature. Ay, 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 ay. You will not see a baby tree producing fruit. When a, fruit, a tree produces fruit, it has come to maturity. And we know the fruit that you should produce. So if you don't have a fruit, you are still a small tree. You can be green, but small. Ah, you can be beautiful, cute, but small. Yes. 
Somebody say spiritual realities. These are spiritual truths that you need to know. And if you don't know that, you cheat yourself. You cheat yourself. You will struggle with something you shouldn't struggle with. Hallelujah. You know what I told the pastors, and I, I, I don't want to go too much into that, but I want to mention something. I told them in the realm of the spirit, uh, in the realm of the spirit, things are, uh, are decided according to the seats that you occupy. Oh, my God. Let me, let me, let me finish this. Ah, ah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because king decides according to the phone. Yes. The bigger your phone, not in size, physical size, but in size of importance and influence, the bigger your decisions. Hallelujah. And I told them that every phone is held by a power. Yes. Every phone is held by a power. Talking about spiritual realities now. That there is no phone that is not held by a power. That's why, and I'm repeating myself as I said there, that's why we don't need a Christian president to change South Africa. You are quiet. <laughs> because I know general. Let's have a Christian. Let's have a Christian. Is that not what changes the country? What changes the country is when the principle of the phone changes. Yes, because if the principle of the phone does not change, even the Christian sitting in that phone will not succeed. It's impossible. Why? Because the phone is dedicated to something else. That's why you see countries where the Christian is a, 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 a Christian and then things are not going well. People say, no, but this guy, we thought he was a president. No, 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 there's nothing wrong with the man. There's everything wrong with the principle of the phone in which he's seated. And that was, was the difference between David and Saul. Do you understand that Saul was chosen by God, but his phone was not chosen by God? No. No, no, his phone was not chosen because the phone of kingship was a rejection of God. My God. So, so when Saul came, because it was a choice of God, but the phone was the seat of men, he failed. David came, and they call it the throne of David. And the Bible says, Jesus will sit on the throne of David. So the throne of David was chosen by God. And that, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So David could succeed because the throne was chosen by God. Yes. So, 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 so there, there's, 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 there's spiritual realities that backs thrones. And there are spiritual realities that backs families, that backs marriages. You don't know that. If you don't understand those spiritual realities, you'll be sitting on a throne, but you think God has given you, but the throne is repelling you because God is not originator of that throne. Or maybe I'll go down and I'll explain to you. Spiritual realities. Someone says spiritual realities. Yes, 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 yes. And, and, and something about that is 
you need to understand that, that, that phones are set on gates. Every phone is on a gate. Yes. That's why when, some, when Absalom wanted to take the people away from David, he went on the gate. It's from the gate that he turned the heart of men against David. And gate are place of access. So, 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 so there are many places of access in your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are many places of access to your soul in your body. Your eyes are gate of access. Your mouth is a powerful gate of access. So who do you give that phone to controls your life? So you need to know that I think about soul and I say, poor soul. Everybody's judging it. But people don't know that you are sitting on a hot seat. You guys are praying for the president of South Africa. Don't pray. The Bible says, ah, yeah. <laughs> pray for people in authority. You miss something. He didn't say, Look at the wording. Pray for people in. You miss that in. Pray for people in authority. So the authority proceeds from something they're sitting in. So what you must pray for is not too much necessarily the person. You pray for wisdom for him, but pray for the, the principle of his throne. Uh, to, oh my God, pray for that principle of the throne to overturn so that the throne may be a throne of justice. Yes. South Africa would not change because we change president. It will change because of the foundation of a throne. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It will change because the foundation of a phone shift. So you guys are voting. Let's take this guy in power. I see people after a fresh election. Oh, this man will take us out of poverty. After six months, go! Go! <laughs> because they don't understand what we are doing. I don't understand. That's why, that's why the kingdom of God is not based on democracy. The kingdom of God is based on kingship. And kings are not voted, they are born. The womb from which they are born makes them king. So when you are born from the womb of a great I am, it makes you a king. So, 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 so that's the problem we are having with people. They don't understand the spiritual realities. They are just, they are just trodding around like, like, like ignorant people that knows not what they are doing. They try, the ignorance of people made them try to try to put Jesus, push Jesus out of the cliff, from the cliff, because they didn't know that the Messiah couldn't die falling. He will die at the cross. Even Satan missed it. 
Because the day Jesus was on the boat, that wind was not normal wind. No, it was an equestration of hell to drown them. It's because Satan saying, I, can, I couldn't kill him when he was baby, but I can see he can't maybe swim. I can drown him. <laughs> he didn't know that Jesus would not die drowning. So that's why Jesus was sleeping, because he knew the reality in the spirit. When you know the reality in the spirit, you get peace. So it doesn't matter what happened to you, you are sleeping. Because you know, I got, I'm not dying by this. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not dying by this because that's not what God has shown me in the spirit. I walk by the spirit, not by the flesh. Satan missed it. He missed it. You see how spiritual reality are powerful. Hmm. In Psalm 24, there was a discussion. <laughs> Psalm 24, there was a discussion in the spirit. Has to know who is the Lord the world belongs to. Then they were saying, but who is it? This Satan. And somebody stood up and said, the earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof. That was an answer to a question. And then it goes down. And it talks about the gate, verse 7. It's an ancient gate. Open your doors. I want to explain to you what happened at resurrection. Yes. Something happened. Before resurrection, a dead man should be raised by somebody else. Yes. So death knew that when I got you, unless... A stronger man resurrects you. You cannot come back. So in Psalm 27, verse 4, Psalm 24, verse 7, hell saw Jesus arising by his own admission, coming toward the gate, and the gate didn't want to open. And somebody shouted to the gate, Open your gates, for the Lord of glory may come in. Then he said, who is the Lord of glory? And I said, the Lord strong, mighty in battle. And the gate of hell has to open. And Jesus had to walk out of hell through the gate of death into life without a human being calling him back to life because life was in himself. So there are many things that are trying to block you because they are ignorant of who you are. I'm praying that a voice will announce you from heaven. I pray that a voice will announce you from heaven. When that gate says, I'm not opening up for this family to be rescued, a voice will shout from heaven and say, you get open up yourself. And when the family, the family powers are saying, who is this person? The voice will say, a child of the most high God. Fire baptized, Holy Spirit filled, walking into life. There need to be an announcement. I say there need to be an announcement. My God. 
Maybe I must finish because this is just introduction. You need to understand that you need to be announced. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people, their life is going nowhere. Not because they are not anointed, but they are not being announced. You see, where is he taking this? I'm taking it from the Bible. The Bible says, and there was a man called John that was sent before Jesus to announce. <laughs> so unless John announces, Jesus couldn't be successful. There needs to be a John that came before Jesus and said, prepare the way of the Lord. And then Jesus walk on the freeway because somebody announced him. I'm praying that God may raise a voice that will announce you in the spirit. That will cause you to walk on high hills in the place of grace. Because you can be anointed but limited. Yeah. The anointing is not all there is in the spirit. There are systems to expose the anointing. And you need to know that those things are reality. Now, what I'm going to do in this series is to show you why some of you from your family that you call family curse, it's not too much that you are under curse. But what is happening is that you haven't gotten the key. I don't know if you check what I'm saying. Because Jesus has set you free. You understand? So... But there is a problem. There's a problem. Jesus healed, called Lazarus back to life. And when Lazarus came out, he was still bound. Was he alive or not? But bound. <laughs> and, 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 and he came out with a grave clothes. So he was still smelling like death. But he was alive. Ah, there are some people that are free but, but dead. <laughs> they, they feel they are free, but they smell like conk. They smell like death. They... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm talking about spirit now. Don't, don't be shocked. <laughs> so, what is happening that in the spirit, there is a smell. So you can put your perfume. We will say, oh. But in the spirit, they close their nose. Because the clothes are still clothes that from the grave. And what Jesus said? Jesus says, Lucy. Jesus didn't Lucy. He asked the people to do it. So I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter the smell around you. There is a voice in this house. To loose you from that demonic side and make you go on high places because your time has come. I say your time has come. The time for the revelation in your life has come. That's why God wants me to talk about this so that you may be able to move on the speed of the wind. Yes. 
Lazarus was alive, but the reality of a grave were too much. He needed somebody to come and help him. It's not just, the problem is not just to be alive. The problem is, how are you alive? Are you barely surviving? Or are you winning? Because when they loosed Lazarus, when Lazarus was loosened, he sat at the dinner table with Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, from the dust, you will raise up the needy and make, me, and make him sit at the table with kings. Amen. So when this thing drops, your next level is intimacy with Jesus. Amen. Because with those grave clothes, you cannot have intimacy. So this morning, there's a plea going on in the spirits that God wants to reveal to you things so that you may understand them well and that your prayer may be precise and you know what you are praying and how you are praying. Hallelujah. You stop wishing that some people, this may happen to them and you stop praying for the foundations. Can I tell you what will really change this nation? Can I give you that key? Ha, 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 ha. Is the day we will live to see somebody coming to power and saying to God, you are the king of South Africa. But the problem is that Christians think they are the God that are going to say that. How many meetings we have declared South Africa Christian nation? I've been to those meetings also. We blow the horn, South Africa has become a new nation. Nothing is happening. You know why nothing is happening? <laughs> the reason why nothing is happening because that is not our agenda. The agenda of the church is to preach. To save people. The agenda of a king is to dedicate his throne to God. So we are praying that people around any president may tell him, bring your throne and give it to God. And that's what changes the nation. When the principle changes, anyone that sits in can be successful. So I, I, I thought, I thought, these are deep prophetic things that we are doing. And the Spirit told me, although they are good, they will not change the nation. They will bring a form of relief, but not change the nation in depth. Because you cannot change a tree by just cutting the branches. And if you want a tree to change, you need to change the roots. And then just not the root, you need to have the right seed. So my prayer this morning, because what you don't understand, Lord, must I go there? Because when I say something, people are shocked. 
Do you know that when we are praying and the governing authorities are hosting meeting for let me see it meeting for ancestors do you know that our prayers can change unless the authorities change the way they dedicate the country to a power Hey. So this morning, our mission is to say, Lord, raise up Elijah's and Elijah's that can stand before governing authority like Ahab stand, that Elijah stand before Ahab and say to Ahab, it's your wickedness that I brought this upon the land. If you can repent, the nation will change. We don't want people that will go there to seek for favor. People that, that go there, that challenge branches, we are challenging the roots. Because if you challenge the branches, the leaves will make noise. But when you are challenging the root, it's quiet, but the tree dies. <laughs> so this was my introduction for this message. Amen. I pray that God may instruct each one of us Amen. that we may be aware of what is happening around us. I haven't given how we'll, we'll solve this problem. I'm just making the problem real to you. So that when you go home, you say, Lord, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. which phone am I sitting in here? Hey, hey. Because, what is your surname? Mpepuka. If I say Mpepuka, do you know that Mpepuka is connected to another Mpepuka? And that Mpepuka is not you. But you are bearing his garment. Because you are a Mpepuka. Uh-huh. So, so what the previous Mpepuka, the throne he sat on, the problem of Mpepuka, although you are a Christian, you are not sitting on the throne, you are bearing the name. Hey, I'm not saying change your surname, I'm coming. I will explain to you. I'm not saying change your surname. It means that spiritually, spiritually, you can come before the Lord mm-hmm, and say, I am a new creation in Christ. Yes. So the mpepuka that I bear <laughs> is soaked into the blood of Jesus. Therefore, everything connected to Mpepuka, even when I respond to the name, I respond with new understanding. That I'm not that anymore. 
I am a new man in Christ. Otherwise, have you seen families that uh, the father has cancer, now the children are having cancer, and they say, no, it's genes. Or, 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 or somebody had a stroke, and now everybody that comes has a stroke. Or the parents were crippled, and now you see they're becoming crippled. Even when you are walking, you're becoming crippled. And uh, it's, not, it's not too much that you are not a Christian. But sometimes you have not disconnected from the throne of that voice. And you need to come before the Lord and say, listen, I'm not just claiming to be a new creation. I am a new creation. And then, and then you need to know that that throne that they sit on as a voice and was spoken to. Uh-huh. So the phone was spoken to. So the phone is magnifying the voice. So you now to disconnect, you need a voice. That's why to disconnect from that phone, you need to come consciously before the Lord and say, God, I have given my life to you. I belong to you. In the name of Jesus, no other voice shall prevail in my life but the voice of Christ. And that's why when we say make confession that you are a new creation, actually that's what we are trying to let you do. But I'm explaining to you why you are doing what you are doing. You are not trying to convince yourself. You are speaking to a voice that is speaking against you. Otherwise, why do you have to say, I am born again. I am a new creation. You are already convinced of that. Who else are you convincing? There is somebody that is not convinced of that. So when you speak, because you don't speak in the air, you speak to, 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 to release or to, to make communication. So when you say, I am a new creation, you are making a statement before heaven and hell, and you are making a statement before every power that, that holds. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. So, if my father had a stroke, it stays with him. It has nothing to do with me. Because I am now a child of the Most High God. Born in the family of God. Therefore, I speak. The Bible says we believe, therefore we speak. Therefore, I speak in the name of Jesus that every voice is silence. Because the voice of the Lord is stronger and mighty over many waters. Pray that God may release you today. And understanding how those things in the spirit work. Hallelujah. That you can disqualify those things. Because I know you are doing it. But if you don't do it with understanding, it does not work. I'm trying to explain to you how to do it. Because Christians are confessing too much. But sometimes they don't know why they are confessing. Even they know, but they don't know the power behind what they are doing. I don't know why they are doing that. I don't know why they are doing that. You are still praying against the strong man in your area, but you have a strong man. Yes. Yes. As a child of God, you have a strong man in that area. So you are praying against yourself. So, so, so what you must do, what you must do is say, Father, thank you. 
for you establish me as a strong man of this area. Any other strong man has to go. Because now I'm here. There can't be, there can't be two heads. Because everything with two heads is a monster. So, so you have established me here. And I make decisions based on the authority. So in this series, we'll talk also about spiritual authorities. Let's explain to you. Can we give a big hand to our <laughs> Hallelujah! I say hallelujah! 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 Hmm. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Oh, Lord. What I'm going to do is the only at the end of the series that we're going to pray for you to speak with understanding. Because I don't want just the excitement to make you speak. You understand? I want you to go and digest this one. Please digest it well. Don't, don't be constipated. Digest it well. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then meditate on it. Go through everything I've done. If you forget, go and listen to it again. Because there are many things I said here that maybe was too quick. You need to go and listen to it. Hallelujah.